What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we'll jump right into it. Today's topic is going through the best bullpens in all of baseball. I saw this list, thought it would be worthwhile to discuss and go into some details as to who has the best bullpens, the top 10. And in today's game, bullpens are huge because it's compri- it's not just like what it used to be back in the day where you have a starter go six or seven innings, then you have a reliever go one or two innings at most, and then a closer, maybe three pitchers in the whole game. Now you see starters only going four innings sometimes, then you know you have a bulk of innings. You have like another four innings to fill with relievers. So you, it really is a whole staff effort nowadays because it's a lot of mixing and matching, things like that. Of course, now we do have that three batter minimum rule, which is supposed to cut down on all these um, you know, extra pitching changes that would take too, too much time in the middle of innings. But bullpens are definitely comprised of talking four or five guys who really need to get the job done. So without further ado, number one is the Atlanta Braves. They have the best bullpen in all of baseball. Their closer is going to be Kenley Jansen. Their primary setup man will be left-handed pitcher Will Smith, Tyler Motsek, then Colin McHugh and A.J. Minter. So the Braves are coming off a World Series win, and their bullpen, surprisingly, was actually probably the biggest question they had going into the postseason last year. But you saw some epic performances, including Tyler Motsek against the Dodgers when he helped seal that NLCS, and then Will Smith going unscored upon in the entire postseason they really stepped up to the occasion and now they're getting kenley jansen who's one of the most accomplished closers of his of this era and then colin McHugh. this bullpen looks better than ever and this doesn't even include a guy like luke jackson who had a 1.98 era in 63 and two-thirds innings last year so the braves defending champs are they're gonna have the best bullpen in baseball at least to start the season Next on this list is the Chicago White Sox. They're going to be led by their closer, Liam Hendricks, and then their primary setup men are Craig Kimbrell, Kendall Graveman, Aaron Bummer, and Joe Kelly. So they just went out and got Joe Kelly. I, I thought that was a great move. And yeah, that that is really going to bolster a bullpen that was already good. You have some big names here, but uh, see, I'm a guy that I don't like to always chase big names. We have to realize the potential that's there. It kind of raises their floor a little bit, a little bit. You know, they have a high floor, high ceiling. A guy like Craig Kimbrell, we know he struggled at points last year. I mean, once he got to the White Sox, he didn't perform nearly as well as he did when he was with the Cubs. But we'll give him some benefit of the doubt. He's a future Hall of Famer, and he's been good as recently as you know early last season. Garrett Crochet, flamethrower from the left side. He's been an important piece. Aaron Bummer's been great also. These guys have had good ERA. So the White Sox are going to have a good bullpen. They really will. They're going to be fine. The Brewers are number three. Closer is Josh Hader. He's still out there. Primary setup men are going to be Devin Williams, Bruce Sutter, Brad Boxberger, and Jake Cousins. So amazingly, 2021 was probably Josh Hader's best season yet. With career best in ERA, ERA plus, he had 34 saves. He didn't give up a run in his last 20 and third innings of the regular season. And then, you know, Devin Williams has emerged. We, we know that he he was hurt at the end of the year, punching a wall, and missed the 
postseason, but he's going to be back right now. 42.9% strikeout rate over the last two seasons. So just those two guys alone are, are going to be a crazy one-two punch. But the others, you know, the others are still going to be are still going to be pretty good. They're going to be pretty good. So Brewers are number three on this list. Yankees are number four. Aroldis Chapman is their closer still. And then their primary set of men will be Jonathan Lawazaga, Chad Green, Clay Holmes, and Wandy Peralta. So Zach Britton got Tommy John surgery. So losing him definitely stings. But there's still a lot of depth and potential here. I think this is what's going to make... See, the Yankees are the team that everyone wants to count out every year because they never make the big offseason splash. We That's been... It's been over... It's been 12 years plus, you know, now uh, with, with the new regime, meaning Hal Steinbrenner and crew, they've proven that they don't care about signing big free agents now. They want to protect the luxury tax bill. That's, that's just the way because you, you don't do something for 12 years and it be an anomaly. This is how the Yankees operate. So what I'm trying to say is, despite the fact that they don't make the big free agent signing, everyone, you know, everyone wants to just take that as, okay, they're not going to be good, but they play well and they have other strengths. This bullpen is something that is a strength of the New York Yankees. It's not, it's not fancy, you know, besides a role as Chapman, but they get the job done. And this is why the Yankees will still be in contention all season long. We can't necessarily see it right now, but I assure you that they will be in contention for the division or the wild card at the very least all the way through the season. Giants are next on this list. Jake McGee is their closer from the left side. Then their primary set of men are Tyler Rogers, Camilo Doval, Zach Little, Dominic Leone. This one's interesting to me because the Giants had a phenomenal season last year. And I'm not going to say they had a ragtag bunch because obviously they had some some Hall of Famers there, some veterans, but they put together some really good season from unlikely candidates, if we're being frank. And I have a feeling something's in the water in San Francisco. They're going to find a way to do it again. Some of these arms are really special. And some of these some of these guys, you know, do kind of jump off the page, but they're not necessarily household names. For example, someone like Camilo Doval. He's an enticing name. He's flashed a 102 mile an hour fastball. He's co he's closed games, and that included a six out save against the Dodgers in the postseason after he came up to the bigs late last year. So this is someone who could blossom a little bit in San Francisco. Then we have the Angels. Their closer will be Razel Iglesias, primary setup man, Aaron Loop, Ryan Tapera, Archie Bradley, and Mike Mayer. So this one um, is an interesting, interesting group because in order to get, you know, as a closer, obviously you need save situations. The, the the Angels, how many save situations are they going to get their closer? You know, we'll see. We'll see. But this is where they stand, though. Razel Iglesias is pretty solid. They went out and got Archie Bradley this offseason. No, he, he's he's one of the better relievers in baseball. So they're going to have a good bullpen. Then the Rays. So the Rays are on this list. Of course, the, you know they're going to be on this list. They're seventh. Their closer is Andrew Kittredge. Their setup men are J.T. Chargois, J.P. Fireson, Matt Whistler, and Brooks Raley. So I, I love the Tampa Bay Rays. They're always going to be on the list of top anything, honestly, when it comes to performance on the field. They almost completely recast their bullpen midway through two of the last three seasons. But you know, they have guys coming in. They have guys going out. They're remolding things, but... Success has been a constant in Tampa Bay. They have a formula that works. 
And that formula is mixing and matching. They play matchups. They know who the lefty specialist, they know who the righty specialist is, they know who they should use as opener, they, they know who they should use for just, you know, one batter. You know, they know how to play the matchups, how to attack different parts of a lineup and get 27 outs. That is all they're trying to do is get 27 outs. And this this bullpen was made with that in mind. It is it is finally manicured for them to be able to get, you know, a bunch of different looks. And there's a common theme they have with all their pitchers, you know, hard-throwing guys. They, they always have really hard-throwing pitchers. I mean, that is kind of true of almost, you know, of any top bullpen in today's game, but especially the the Rays. You know, we heard it from from Kevin Cash himself a couple years ago. I've got a whole stable of guys throwing 98 miles an hour, and he's very right about that. The Dodgers are next. Blake Trinan will be their closer. Primary setup men will be Daniel Hudson, Phil Bickford, Alec Vesia, and Brewster Gratterall. So losing Kenley Jansen is a blow to the bullpen. Losing Phil Kelly is a blow to the bullpen. But we trust the Dodgers. They're, they're the, you know, when it comes to analytics, they're the analog of that in the National League. They'll figure it out, and these guys will put together a good season. Two more teams. So we have... The Blue Jays, their closer is Jordan Romano. They'll go with Adam Simber, Tim Meza, Yimmy Garcia, and Trevor Richards. This is a bit of a leap of faith because the Blue Jays' bullpen was not great last year. I mean, they were basically the reason that they missed the postseason. They actually had a 4.08 ERA. But this is a leap of faith, hoping some of these guys will step up. Um, you only had partial season contributions from Adam Simber and Trevor Richards. You know, hopefully a full season of those guys will help Toronto take the next step. But we all know in Toronto, <laughs> you're not watching the bull, uh, the Blue Jays for the bullpen. It's for the lineup and the starting rotation. Last but not least, we have the Seattle Mariners. So Paul Sewold, or Sewold, sorry if I mispronounced that, he will be their closer. Then the primary setup men will be Drew Steckenrider, Diego Castillo, Sergio Romo, and Ken Giles. So this one... Is interesting because they lost Casey Sadler a few weeks ago to a season-ending injury. But they did go out and get Sergio Romo, who, you know, even though he's old, this dude is still capable of, of getting big outs. He gets a lot of soft contact. That's what he does. One name to keep an eye on, though, is Andres Munoz. I didn't, I didn't mention him, but he's a 23-year-old prospect with an average fastball of 100 miles an hour. So he's someone who could be up in Seattle and could definitely add to that bullpen mix. So that's what we have to expect for this coming season for Relief Course. So that's going to do for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.